on this beautiful wednesday morning on the 27th of october 2021 this is episode 435 on this beautiful wednesday morning now visualize a noisy corridor this corridor is jam packed with crash carts and stretchers and all kinds of commotion there is commotion as people in white coats run from one room to the other and then enters our protagonist limping on one leg with a cane in one hand and a cell phone in the other he storms into a room eight pairs of eyes stare into his soul with a disgusting look he picks up a water balloon and aims for one of his colleagues who ducks as it it hits the wall with a splat Bulls don't bother him. Relationships go by him, yet he has an uncanny knack of interpreting situations in an avant-garde style. This individual has a flair for the dramatic, and peers often label him a maverick and non-conformist. not only that he's nosy and loves to interfere in his colleagues personal life he loves a mystery not only about what his patients do but he loves a mystery about his colleagues life he wants to interfere he wants to know what they are doing because he feels he is included in that way he is a ma- maverick and a non conformist so can anyone guess who is this mysterious person anyone anyone who is listening to this broadcast can guess who is this mysterious person once again a reminder he he as has an uncanny knack of interpreting situations in an avant God style the individual has a flair for the dramatic and peers often label him a maverick and a non-conformist and he is nosy and loves 
a mystery about his colleagues' behavior and personal life. So now can anyone guess as to who is this mysterious person? No? No one? This is Dr. House, the popular fictional protagonist of the medical drama Dr. House. Dr. House and his colleagues encounter strange cases where they must use outlandish ways to help their patients, which means disagreements about certain procedures which are balanced between the ethical and the unethical. So what to do in this situation where there are disagreements about certain procedures which are balanced between the ethical and the unethical. To counter these situations, we need someone who can send the right message. What is that message? As I said, there is no room to think about those procedures. You have to decide which one is the best, even if it means having to balance between the ethical and the unethical and most of the time bordering on the unethical or using outlandish and avant-garde methods to help patients. House's communication style is aggressive, direct and dominating, which means he expects his team to be result-oriented. His communication and leadership styles are unorthodox, but at the same time effective. And how does that work? Often, he ignores one of the team members. As, as I, If you remember, as I said, he had stormed into a room. Eight pairs of eyes were looking at him in disgust and he smashed he wanted to hit one of them with a balloon. That's his style of saying hello to his team or his colleagues. So how does his communication style work, which is aggressive, direct, dominating, and he expects his team to be result-oriented? By ignoring one team member's diagnosis and giving preference to the other, he pushes his team to color outside the line which leads to birthing of new ideas. His colleagues do not agree with his methods but because he has experience, he knows how to counter such dramatic situations, difficult situations, they team up with him which means he doesn't have friends because of his aggressive, direct and dominating communication styles. So he's not able to communicate to them outside the profession as a friend and that's what sometimes puts him in trouble. But that's for a later day. This may look intimidating and aggressive but in situations where a life is at stake, there's no time to be supportive and democratic. You need to have results and for that we need an individual who can lead by example and if this affects personal and professional 
relationships it doesn't matter in such critical situations Welcome back after the break, and now let's take a further look at the 20 over World Championship. This tournament now into its full week, which started last week on the 23rd of October, and we are only four days into the championship, and it's looking like one of the teams. is sure to make it to the semi finals and one team is looking like they will be knocked out which is the team that will be knocked out they are the former champions two time champions and they have lost two out of two games and if you have to reach the semi finals of this particular tournament there are no quarter finals and there are no breath and there is no breathing space in between so if you have to reach the semi finals of the tournament you have to win 3 out of the 5 games that you are available and west indies have lost two of the two games their first two games close games but not enough and then there is the other side one of the teams has won two out of two Yes everyone is praising them for their effort but sometimes luck plays a huge role in these situations So how is the tournament stacked Now the tournament is scheduled in such a way that by the time India plays its second match the team which has won 2 out of 2 may go on to win the third match and secure a place in the semi final which puts pressure on other teams in that group that is afghanistan new zealand india scotland namibia and you might expect that scotland and namibia will win matches against each other but they may not have a chance as far as going up against afghanistan or india is concerned well it's a big deal for them to be in such a situation having qualified through the qualifiers and worked very hard to come through to this stage and that's what it is about and the disrespect that we have for teams like namibia scotland 
or any other team who have qualified for this particular tournament and then can there be a world tournament without controversies i won't go into the detail of the controversies because that's just not how it works but let's look at why the controversies happen it's a directive of the team management versus the personal thought of the player versus the thoughts of an entire group or community and the expectation from athletes to live up to the expectations of and the demands of certain groups and that always can foster some kind of disagreements are they good well that depends on what the disagreement was about what was the disagreement about well you can look up in pseudo media as well as print and electronic media because that's something which can be debated for a long long time but let's take a look at india's match which is this sunday this coming sunday that is just a couple of days from today to be exact 3 days from today and what should be the team who should not play who should play so let's decipher the team 11 again so rahul and rohit are my openers kohli at number 3 and then sky and then a choice between pant and ishan kishan pandya definitely plays Jadeja also doesn't miss out. So this makes six top six, and then come the question over who should be the bowlers. Because I would still feel we can have a couple of good bowlers in the team. I would go with Shadul. I would go with so six players who should be the next there. that's an interesting dilemma because it's rahul rohit kohli surakumar pant or kishan pandya and jadeja that makes it six players then i would go with thakur at number 7 ashwin at number 8 that makes it three three all rounders Shami and Bumrah at number nine and ten, and then a choice between Chahar and Varun 
Chakravarti. It's an interesting team, may not be the best team, but it's good because we have Jadeja, Thakur, Ashwin, Shami, Bumra, Cheher or Varun as the bowler. So that makes it Rahul, Rohit, Kohli, a choice between Pant and Ishan Kishan. And number four, Pandya at number five, Jadeja at six, Thakur at seven, Ashwin at eight, Shami Bubna at nine and ten, and then a choice between Chahar and Varun. May not be the best team, but it is a complete team. Yes, what we are missing? Of course, we are missing a left arm fast bowler. That's true, but we have a left. We have a couple of left-handed batters. We have a left-arm spinner. And then three spinners, three fast bowlers. And then one hopes that Pandya can bowl two overs. And also Rohit can contribute. I think Rohit should bowl whether he has a shoulder issue or not for me. Rohit Sharma should bowl in this situation. So Rohit... And Pandya, maybe one over each. Tadeja, Thakur, Ashwin, Shami, Bumrah, Cheher or Varun. One of them and that makes it for a complete team. That is good. Unless you remove Sky, have Pant and Kishan and an extra bowler. That won't work. And then someone like Pant, Sky and Kishan can come in number 3 if needed and accelerate. And Kohli can, can come in number 5 because that also works. And yet, is this a perfect team? Yes. There are players in the reserves. There are, there are a couple of what one calls the net ballers. You can keep questioning. How do you decide between net ballers and reserves? There are a couple of good reserves waiting in the wings. Good all-rounders in Aksar Patel and Deepak Chahar. We can wait on that. But what I would want is Ashwin to open the bowling along with Bumrah or and then after and then Ashwin opens the bowling as teams have done and then let's see what happens okay the first loss was against someone with whom we have a strange relationship at levels don't want to talk about but I think that's done it's something that's done yes a six Day break can have a negative impact, a positive impact that we will know once the tournament begins. So let's see what happens as this tournament progresses. It looks as if one team could be knocked out if West Indies don't win at least two of their next three matches. Minimum, in fact, they have to win all the the remaining three matches, that is against Australia and a couple of other teams, Bangladesh, Sri Lanka. So they have to win the remaining matches. They have to beat Bangladesh, they have to beat Sri Lanka and they have to beat one more team so, and Australia. So three big teams they have to defeat. And Namibia is also there. So, interest. they have lost to England and they have lost to South Africa. That leaves Australia, Sri Lanka, 
Bangladesh and Namibia. Let's presume they beat Namibia, but against Australia, Sri Lanka, Bangladesh, it will be a tough nut to crack. It's not as if I think West Indies has been hyped up as a team over the past few years of sixes and fours and whatnot. I think that's something we have to have a relook at. I think it's they have been hyped beyond the hype that is needed for that team. And this kind of a hype has to be relooked at. But we'll talk about that in the next episode as the matches progress, as we go into the details of the matches. So this is my team. Once again, Rahul Rohit, Open Kohli at 3 or Surikumar Yadav at 3. A choice between Pant and Kishan or they can ask Rahul to open and have a batter. But who is the batter remaining? They don't have too many batters if you look at their team. So Pant or Kishan have to play and one of them will be the wicket keeper. So Rahul Rohit Kohli, Sky, Pant or Kishan as a wicket keeper. I don't mind who it is. Because Kishan can open if needed. Rohit can come to number 4 if needed. Kohli can open if needed. Rahul opens. Pandya plays because then there are not too many options. We cannot have too many bowlers. So 5 and 6, Pandya and Jadeja. You may say Thakur is coming at 7 too early. But that's the nature of the team. That's the team that has been selected. I was never happy with the team that was selected by the selectors. It was very poorly thought of. They should have been more mature about selection. But that's done. That happened one month ago. And we can question that. That there is no Yuzuvendar Chehel or no Kuldeep Yadav or couple of left arm fast bowlers. But we'll see. Who knows? There are a couple of net bowlers there, Venkatesh, Ayer or someone, but that rarely happens unless there's a bad injury. If Pandya is injured, I would slot Ayer in his place if needed. So, not Shreyash Ayer, but Venkatesh Ayer, right from a net batter to immediately giving him a debut. If Pandya doesn't play, I would have Ayer in the team. So we would have Ayer, Jadeja, Thakur, Ashwin, Shami, Bumra, Cheher or Varun Chakravarti as the bowlers. Perfect team and hopefully Rohit can also bowl. So that becomes a perfect team. And let's see what happens.
दिस एंड एपिसोड नंबर फोर थर्टी फाइव ऑन द ट्वेंटी सेवेंथ ऑफ अक्टूबर ऑन दिस ब्यूटिफुल वेडनेसडे मॉर्निंग फॉर द ईयर ट्वेंटी ट्वेंटी वन एज ओनली जस्ट ओवर टू मंथ्स रिमेन टू द एंड ऑफ ट्वेंटी ट्वेंटी वन एंड अफकोर्स स्टेट यून फॉर द नेक्स्ट एपिसोड For more awesome content, tune into the next episode of the Weekly Show. And I will be back on Friday, the twenty ninth of October, twenty twenty one, with episode number four thirty six at our regular broadcast time of ten a.m. IST. and while you wait you can purchase the book the fifth empire if you are a sports fanatic it's available on amazon in the e book format if you are interested in cinema tv shows theater and such kind of creative productions you can purchase the book beyond the tv 33 cinematic productions that transformed the silver screen available on Amazon in the e-book and paperback format and if you are interested in sh- stories short stories long form short form you can purchase the book the complete collected short stories available on Amazon in the e-book format and while you wait to purchase these books which you should you should also like and subscribe to this channel i repeat once again like and subscribe to the channel to get more updates about future episodes and to know what all transpired in the previous episodes <laughs>